Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, Space Cadets Gaming, Gaming, and Cox ATA proudly bring to you the reigning undisputed radio tag team champions of the world, the Captain Joey Savage, Corey DLG. We are Nerd Thug Radio. Yay! It's been a while since you heard that intro. Yay! Yeah, I do a much better one when you're not here. I don't think you do. I pretty much nail like a perfect, better version of that. No, you don't. (laughs) And you're listening to us on Condos FM 104.5, 106.1. Sister Stations. Worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Man, 198, we're inching closer and closer to 200 for Nerd Thug Radio. Yeah, that's a big number. Nerd Thug Radio episode 200 drops next week. We got a big announcement for the future of Nerd Thug Radio. Yes. Before we do that, it's January something, 20 something. (laughs) Fourth, fifth, sixth. 25th. You've still got Christmas stuff sitting on a shelf in the studio. To be fair, it's in a big pile. The house studio. That's how, that's how you I know. I think those are unopened presents over there. Uh, No, I've been told people save bags. Yeah, they save bags and they put them in another bag and they put them in the closet. That's what that is. That's three big bags full of bags. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> they put it up already. Um, Creepy teddy bears looking at me. It's probably going to go in a box at some point. I at can't confirm point. or deny that. Yeah, so. It's not yours. No. It's uh, the crockpots. It is. I am catching an eyeball from a bear, though. Right, both of them. It's kind of. I, I can't. I, I don't know that I'm mad it. about it though, because like, it's sort of like they're happy about it. Maybe I'm happy about it. Maybe so. Maybe a little bear man love. Bear man love. That's like you right there. It's, I, you that know what? That should be your catchphrase. Uh, bear I, man love. <laughs> that should be your <laughs> at Corey DLG on Twitter. Your little line should be bear man love. Bear man love. I also I, host a radio show. I, when I'm not bear man loving, I <laughs> am hosting radio. I am hosting a radio show. Uh, so you've been kind of killing it with your uh, blog. You've been hitting it daily. Yeah, man. There's uh, going to be 250 of those at the end of the year. Ooh, that's, so uh, that's a lot, guys. You should check that out. You can find the links yeah. at facebook.com backslash nerd. If you're not busy, radio. If you're not busy, if you're if doing you're something, busy. that's fine. I get it. I, I found it. a new secret. Oh, you ready? I like secrets. Um, I have figured out a way to. F- to determine which one of your neighbors you should hang out the most with. You ready for this? Okay, I'm intrigued. So just about every neighborhood now does this. Oh, okay. It's uh, it's called Recycling Day. Oh, okay. The trash services put out recycling boxes. Correct. So people are now recycling things more... With a you know, with more um, regular regularly, yeah, yeah. What, what, more effort. I don't where know. are you going? I don't know. So I'm so confused. If you want to know which neighbors to hang out with, okay, all right, just take a stroll down the sidewalk, see what they're recycling. <laughs> 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 no, because my problem is the things I like are all like what's in your recycle box. So in my recycling box would be beer bottles and cereal boxes. That's who I would hang out with. Right. But like if I'm walking down the strip and I find like a, a recycle bin full of cereal boxes and I knock on the door, it's way more likely that like a 9-year-old answer no. the door than a grown-up. So if you're walking down and you see I feel like I'm the lone bin, cereal lover. And all that's in the recycling bin is water bottles and dishwashing detergent bottles. That's probably not your type of tea. They could be a kidney transplant recipient. That's not your cup of tea. That's not what you want to do. Now, if you see a bunch of beer boxes folded and getting ready to re- be recycled. That's true. Or some, like, Fruit Loops or Cinnamon Toast Crunch boxes. Bro. Or some, like, frozen pizza boxes. Yeah. That's probably who you want to hang out with. Here's the thing, Stay though. Stay away from the Great Nuts is, box. Is that, like, I'm the oldest 35-year-old. I'm the youngest 35-year-old on the planet. Really? So, like, yeah. So, like. I would be knocking on doors and be like a 20-year-old. They'd be like, hey, what's hey, up, man? Yeah, you could hang out with them. And I'd be like, let's hang out. And they're like, I got to go to class in an hour. And I'd be like, okay, well, when oh, you get back, well, I'll be here. Well, when you get back from college, I'll already have my associates, and I'll be sitting around watching cartoons. What are you doing? Playing Red Dead Redemption, so come <laughs> on over. I'll bring the beer because I, I recycle beer. Can I tell you a secret? Uh, yeah, we were. I guess we're on secret mode. We're go doing secrets. I have not played at all video games. Since when? Since this year. No, not at all. Not at all. I've even played video games. It's completely unintentional, but like... And you're home all day. I'm home all day. And you've never once thought to just to turn it on and play And I desperately want to know, like, everyone loves Red Dead Redemption 2, and I've got it. I got it for Christmas. I loaded it up. Uh, the day after Christmas, I spent about an hour doing, like, the beginning stuff. Yeah. And, like, I'm just ready to get into the story, and I was like, man, I'm kind of tired. I'll just play tomorrow. And I have not sat back down and got into it. And since. you literally are at home seven days a week. I know. I just I, I I've like, asked you to go play Hero Clicks like the last three weeks. Like, no, nah, I don't want to leave the house. I, 
I don't want to leave the house. That. I have said that. That's your. That's um, your plan. I think I'm becoming a shut in. You're a hermit. I am. The other day, actually, my roommate was like, "You need, you need to start getting out more." Yeah. <laughs> I mean, exercise. Just take a walk around the park, and you know, look at all the recycle I mean, boxes. I mean, I pace around the house. No, it doesn't count. The house is almost get out thirty yards deep. Get some sunshine. Count it off the steps and look it's, and see what's in the recycle bins. It's eighty six from the front door to the back door. Yeah. And see what's in the recycle bins. That's almost thirty yards. One time, uh, now that we're talking about front door back doors. Whoa. Uh, ooh. Uh, remember the condo that I had? How yeah. Cool it was? Yeah. Well, like you could literally open the front door and see the back door. <laughs> like all in one shot. Yeah, it was that's the same house. distance. So yeah. how, how long is this? 86 feet. So uh, we got so. I paced it. <laughs> we got so bored uh, one day, me and Allie Savage. This is back, you know, she wasn't working. So we made just enough money to pay all the, the bills and like. Those are the good days, man. Pay all the bills and like. Go out to eat once a month. <laughs> That's, I love it. But we had enough money to like for beer. Yeah, you always had beer. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And so, uh, and if you wanted more beer, you just invite ten people over. Right. That's what we would do. Yeah. Hey, BYOB, look, come on by. Look, I'm, I'm low on beer. Let's have a party. Right. Deal. Um, we would literally seen, you know, low low roofs, kind of like this. Yeah, yeah. And we had, I want to say it was like an apple or something. And we were trying to see how far we could throw it and catch it to one another, <laughs> like without it touching the ground or the ceiling. <laughs> so like, oh, that's kind of difficult, right? So we got to the point where like I've got two feet out the front door, and she's got two feet out the back door. And we're trying to throw it. It's not like a straight shot. It's no, little, you got to kind of angle it, nanny. Yeah. Do you like like sidearm it, Patrick Mahone style? You do have so much fun whenever you're poor. You do, you, really. You really you know? do, man. Whenever you're, yeah, whenever you're that picture. When you're rich, like, I just tell my maid to throw the apple. Yeah, it's dumb. I'm like, maids, toss the apple back and forth. Tell me how far you can do it. When you're on that paycheck to paycheck life. Yeah, man, that's know, the way to do it. That's that's where it really comes in. Summon the help. That's how you get close to people. So, my neighbors are all old folk. Right, they recycle grape nuts boxes, water bottles. A lot of big tubes. V8 boxes, you know, the juice Oh, yeah. Those plastic bottles and laundry detergent. So you probably don't want to hang out with them. No. But there was a band across the street one time. Ooh. I'm going to look into that now. You should. That would I'm be gonna good. I'm going to find them. So they, have, they, they recycle a guitar box? I don't know. Like, they were, like, it would be randomly, I would just hear music playing in the afternoon. <laughs> but not necessarily good music, like people learning music. <laughs> and so I always was kind of like, I wonder what they're like. But I never went over there. I should have, I guess. Yeah. Next now, time you hear music, go. Yeah, now I know. Ask them what they recycle. Excuse me. What Excuse do you recycle? Me. What do you recycle? Oh, yes, we can be friends. And they're like, oh, is the music too loud? No, no, no. I just want to know what I you recycle. I just want to know what you recycle. This is all I need. That's you. it, bro. Yeah. That's it. That's all I got. Answer the question. Please. Um, yeah. <laughs> yes, you must be polite. <laughs> uh <-huh. laughs> You're talking about a man's trash. Yeah, yeah. Hey, man. Hey, watch that trash. Uh, someone stole our trash can here at the house. What? We, um, you know, when I first moved in, I, we had the two from, from my sister and, right. her, and her husband. Yes. And so they're not in great shape, but Good they had like, mine. they had Garcia spray painted. And on, someone took those? Them. Someone took those. Wow. So then my, uh, the crock pot was like, well, I'm going to buy a nice one. I said, okay. And she bought like a, like a, like a big one, a nice one. Someone that thing that. immediately disappeared. Uh, apparently the trash people Like it's an alley That we all share All the homes And yeah. the trash thing You put the trash out there And the, the trash truck runs through that Instead of through the streets Right And so I guess he didn't put it In front of the right house And they just grabbed it And then somebody Maybe the neighbor Maybe not Allegedly Who knows So you've never just gone back out At trash day To see if you can find your can No they have But they did I don't know. They I don't know. They pawned it. They might have pawned a trash can. <laughs> they pawned it for $4. I'm trying to figure out, like, what's going on in your life when you pawn, like, your neighbor's trash can. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, like, I don't want to be the guy who's like, you're scum. But, like, that's not very high up the list. <laughs> no, it's not very high to pawn a trash can. Or they resold it at a garage sale. Or they gave it to a family friend. At least that would be, like, I would Really, feel... I mean, you can't steal a trash can from your neighbor because... You can't ever use it. Yeah, so what do you do with it? You gotta sell it. You got to sell, sell it on the black market. <laughs> <laughs> on the trash can black market. I guess maybe a street over you could take a trash can and no one ever Yeah, noticed. like but not on your street. Oh, that's devious. Right? Like one street over take a yeah, trash can. Yeah, like the alley next to our. I didn't even think of that. Did anybody move in recently? <laughs> Probably. Like, I don't want to buy a trash can. Go go two blocks over scoop and take this. one. Scoop <laughs> the nicest one from the other alley. Yeah, scoop, oh, scoop man. and score. Just scoop and score, bro. And you know what? Well, you know what's messy is we're close to like two Alleys on different sides. Yeah, it could be anyone. It could be anyone. Could have been. 
That's what you got to do. You got to get out of the house. Oh, that sounds take terrible. Take a stroll on you trash lo- day. You lost me at get out of the house. <laughs> See if you could find your trash can. <laughs> you got to leave the house. No. <laughs> you will be a hero if you come home with that trash can. I would. Uh, you know what, though? I'm already the hero. I've been champion roommate. We've had a medical emergency here recently. Uh, the crockpot's dealing with an injury. Mm. And I have been super roommate. I have been. So what you're saying is she can't go anywhere. I mean, no, she, she's pretty trapped, medically speaking, okay. at this point. All right. We're going to have to install one of those, like, automated stair climber things okay. on the wall. No, I'm teasing. Uh, she's, yeah. Turning it, this crock pot on just got easier. <laughs> I don't know if it did or didn't. It can't run away. Um, yes, it's trapped. <laughs> I'm not sure if that makes it better or worse for the crock pot. Oh, well. Um, it's definitely, like, a just kind of a... It was a funny situation when she's telling the story, but then I started thinking about it, like... And I've been incapacitated where I was, you know, you got to deal right. with stuff. Uh, no, it's a funny story. It happened on the dance floor. It did. It did. No, that part's funny. And like, she just went down. Like she said, she just went down and couldn't get up and people are just laughing at her. And it, that is funny. But then on the flip side of it, like it's not fun to be, uh, no, I have a, a friend of mine, uh, through work and she put up a thing where she shattered her elbow, like her arm, her, <gasps> arm, her arm <laughs> hoverboard accident. Oh, Bob. those, Bought the seven-year-old, six, seven-year-old a hoverboard for Christmas and then was getting on it with them and fell and shattered her complete arm. <laughs> that seems uh, terrible. But those things seem kind of dangerous. I yeah. feel like when I watch people, just, it seems like getting on and off of it is... Because is, they're not Marty McFly hoverboards. No. They're way different. Yeah. Those Marty McFly had the footholds on yeah, it. Yeah, that was great. safer. Way safer. That's what we need is the footholds. Not these new hoverboards. No. You got to be like... Really, like segways with no... Handles. handles. Yeah, you got to be uber confident to just be like, I'm going to jump on this hoverboard and go. Just go. I'm out. Peace. I mean, it's not even a hoverboard so much as a smooth roller. And an arm crasher. And, yeah, arm destroyer. Well, let's jump out to a break. When we come back, we're going to get into some more fun stuff. You're listening to Nerd Thug Radio. Ladies and gentlemen of Nerd Thug Radio Listening Kingdom, let me tell you about my friend Space Cadets Gaming Gaming right there in Oak Ridge. You cross Robinson Road away from the Woodlands Mall, and you will wind up at Space Cadets Gaming Gaming, the family-friendly number one place to go to get your game on. They got Dungeons and Dragons going on nightly. They got Friday Night Magic. They got a Vanguard and all kinds of great games. They have demo games. They have a knowledgeable staff. They have family-friendly atmosphere. This is where you go. Ooh, I'm so excited. This is where you go now that summer is over and school is starting. This is where you go to get your game on, okay? They got all kinds of board games, anything you're looking for. They got all the different guidebooks for Dungeons and Dragons and all the different role-playing games. They got different Star Wars. They got everything you could possibly want, need, or look for in a gaming store. Space Cadets Gaming Gaming right there in Oak Ridge. Say Nerdthug Radio sent you and you will get 20, 20%. Is that right? 20% off your ticket. This is Rudy Tomjanovich, and welcome to Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. Yay! I'm the Captain Joey Savage. Corey DLG. Um, before we jump into uh, this next topic. Oh, uh, we got a topic. 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 Corey DLG, why don't you talk about our friends over at Space Cadets Gaming Gaming. Yeah, all right. They're at uh, Robinson Road in Oak Ridge across from the Woodlands Mall. Uh, they just renovated. They got a great new space right there when you walk in the front door of Space Cadets Gaming Gaming. Uh, it's a great open space so you can get there and have a bunch of games, have a good time. Um, did they? Is it official yet on the other part? He put it on Facebook. Okay, so the, he's also uh, taking over Pokemon now. Yep. So now it's going to have Friday Night Magic. The Pokemon stuff, uh, Dungeons and Dragons, obviously, all the time. My favorite game, which Corey no longer plays, Heroclix. Oh, God. <laughs> yes, I'm retired. Uh, Heroclix, uh, there's all kinds of different games, but most importantly, I think the coolest thing they have there is the demo games. You can go in there. Sometimes gaming can be an expensive hobby, so it if can. you see the stuff on the wall that you're curious about, but the price tag is a little iffy, you can play a demo game similar to it and kind of get the gist of the mechanics and if you're going to enjoy it. The family-friendly, knowledgeable staff can help you pick uh, you know, a good demo game that correlates to it. And that way you know if you're going to enjoy it and have a good time with your money. Plus, if you tell them Nerdthug Radio sent you, you save 20% off your entire ticket. So that makes that game darn right fun and affordable. 
Darn right. Darn right. Uh, <laughs> hashtag so darn right. Hashtag darn right. So get out there to Space Cadets Gaming Gaming in uh, Oak Ridge on Robinson Road, right across from Woodlands Mall. Let them know Nerdthug Radio sent you, and you get 20% off your entire ticket. Say hey to B-Mac. Hey. Hey. Oh, that's it? That's it. That's, I mean, that was, and yeah, felt pretty good about that. And cut. And scene. So last week I uh, wasn't here. No. Yeah. Show taint. I, whoa, uh, whoa, but, uh, whoa. So we went to Memphis. I got a letter from the governor that thanked me for that show. I don't think you did. That was the uh, Texas one, you know, where we were talking about oh. Mexico. Oh. So we went to Memphis for the weekend. Can you imagine, uh, like, Rick Perry's like, hey, yo. <laughs> thanks, guys. Thanks. I didn't know we were going to Mexico. I'm super excited. <laughs> I love the salsa. <laughs> I like that green sauce. No, that's a California thing. Oh, well, oh, I like that well, Roja. Well, can we have it? <laughs> we can order it. Special order. Oh, boy. Um, so we went to Memphis, you know, they just talk about like all the, the great stuff in Memphis. Um, I used to think I've been to Memphis, but now I'm pretty sure I've been to Nashville. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like as you were going on stuff, I was like, I don't remember that. Well, I went to, uh, I went to Memphis. I stopped there, uh, about 11 years ago. Okay. But we just stopped and stayed the night and then left. So it was like my first real, like, you know, spending time in Memphis. Um, not a lot's cracked up to me. No, I'm a, no. this is like a tourist um, review right now. Yeah, it no, that's uh, fine. It's, I mean, it's 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 not someone may accidentally go to Tennessee. Yeah, I mean it's not <laughs> the only cool thing about Memphis is you know there's Nashville is like two hours away. <laughs> so <laughs> the coolest thing about Memphis is that it's yeah. closer to better places. Memphis, Memphis <laughs> Nashville's like two hours away. Tunica, Mississippi, the big casinos are like forty minutes. Uh, Lynchburg, Tennessee, is not too far. Right, but you, you know they talk about Bill Street, and so like, oh yeah, let's go to Bill Street. It's like half a block. Oh, I have been to Memphis. I haven't been to Nashville. Yeah, Bill Street isn't. It's like half a block. Yeah, it's like a it's like a smaller Sixth Street. Not even not even a small Sixth <laughs> Street. It's like an inch of Sixth. It's half a block. So okay, so uh, there are literally eight things on one side and eight things on the other. Done with Bill Street. So my stepsister lives out there. Shout out to Rihanna. She Listen, does. Friend of the show, fan of the show. Your parents were in Tennessee when I was there. Yeah, I know. I think you guys all planned it and like just didn't. <laughs> but they were up in Nashville. Didn't didn't tell me or my sister. That was cool. Um, but so uh, Rihanna was actually kind of complaining about Beale Street. Also, how it's getting really corporate. And like about ten years ago, it was all like honky tonk bars and stuff like that. And now it's becoming like country themed places. Like. Each of those brands you saw there are part owned by different country music performers. And like that's like a new cash in is the steakhouse franchises and the bars and stuff like well, that. Well, there's really there's not really steakhouses on Bill Street. There's No, that's like in the city, but like each of the each of those like branded bars you saw there. Yeah. That's it's it's like a part of a franchise model. Yeah, now. it was just, you know, they talked about I mean, I always remember when I went there like eating barbecue, like oh, barbecue. Man, this is really good. So, like, I want to get some barbecue. You know, I'm too impressed. Um, they do the dry barbecue. Right? Yeah, they do dry ribs. It's ribs. Like on Bill Street, it's all ribs. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't even like ribs. Yeah, but, well, I so barbecue gumbo. is different in every place. Yeah, I had gumbo. Uh, the first night. That's not Tennessee no. at all. <laughs> to like, be out. fair, though, like if someone was like, "What is Tennessee fair?" I wouldn't. Can I tell you what I think of when I think of Tennessee food? Yes. So when my stepdad, uh, when, when really we were kind of getting to know him, the very first time we all went up and met his family, I'm probably like 10, 9 or 10. Somewhere we, around there. We drive up there and um, we meet his dad and his stepmom. And he has two half-brothers, Noah and Nathan. And we meet them. Name drop. They're the nicest people ever, first of all. Like Tennessee, the they were just they were so nice. I always remember that. But the food, they make these big country breakfasts. Like that's just that's how you start your day in Tennessee is these big country breakfasts where like you eat j- probably like a million calories because you're going to go out and work all day. And then when you come home at dinner, you're tired and exhausted. And dinner is good, but probably much lighter. But breakfast is how you get it going. Get it going. Um, so, like, there was, like, tomato gravy. There was country ham, which was, like, ham that's, like, cured in salt. Yeah, like, it's, yeah. it's, like, it's, like, What's very. What's the difference in ham and country ham? Yeah, country ham is, like, cured in salt. Like, it's thick. super sodium. It's very thick, but it was, like, it was, it was almost like McDonald's french fries and ham somehow combined. <laughs> it was like it was like really good but super salty, um, and then like the biscuits and eggs and just like it was just this like breakfast was this massive ordeal, um, 
And we did that every day of the trip for like five days. It was like crazy breakfast. One, one, I like breakfast. I do too. Like breakfast is my favorite meal of the day. And like she's making pancakes while they're making all this other stuff. She's like, you want some pancakes with your eggs and sausage and bacon and all that? I was like, sure. Sure. Yeah. Like if whatever's on the menu, I'll take some of yeah, it. So we went So yeah, we went to some blue, some cafe that was supposed to be great for ribs. And everybody else had ribs. They said they were wonderful. But I was like, I'll just take gumbo, please. <laughs> um, now we did go to this place called Corky's, which is like one of the best yes, barbecue yeah, places. Yeah, yeah. And that barbecue was good. I don't know if it's better than what I've had in Texas, but it was pretty good. But it wasn't like, oh, my gosh, this is the greatest thing I've ever had right. in my life. Um, and then so we went to breakfast one morning and we went to this place called the Arcade. And it's like the oldest like cafe in all of Memphis. Like, oh, that's cool. original. So I'm like, oh, this is going to be neat. So look at the menu and like, you know, it's like this redneck breakfast is like the name of it. And it's like as featured on the some cooking like tasted whatever. OK. All right. I was like, you know, what? I'll, I'll try that. Sure. I'll take that. It was just like sausage and biscuits and gravy. <laughs> it wasn't anything spectacular. <laughs> and like I ate it and like uh, we were there with Ali Savage's uh, dad and stepmom and they were just ranting and raving how good stuff was. And we were driving home three days later or a couple days later. I'm like, did you think that place was that great? She's like, no, not really. I was like, yeah, I think I've had better in Texas. <laughs> <laughs> I've had a better Waffle House experience. Yeah. And so then uh, we were, like, so then we were like, okay. Well, what what do we want to do next or for dinner? Like, no more, no more barbecue. Like, it's find something different. And somebody was like, oh, you gotta get Memphis fried chicken. It's the greatest. So this place called Gus's. So we go, and the chicken was really good. But there's also a Gus's chicken in Houston, so it's not like <laughs> it's a Memphis thing. <laughs> so I was like, man, what is going on? <laughs> um, now, the coolest thing, though, the have you ever heard about the Memphis Pyramid? Uh, no. D- did the aliens build it? Yes. Uh, so they had this pyramid built, I don't know, a long time ago. By the Mayans? And it's right on like in Egypt? Mississippi when you come into Memphis. Um, and it shut down for a while. Well, like, these two like redneck fishermen bought it, and they put a Bass Pro Shop <laughs> in this huge pyramid. <laughs> <laughs> and, like halfway up, they built like these expensive like hotel lodges that look like cabins that you can stay in on the pyramid. Why? And there's like a uh, there's an ocean themed restaurant and bowling alley in it. <laughs> Which was pretty neat. They went all out. Like, to be fair, they went all yeah. out. But then you can go all the way to the top uh, of this in the lookout. You got to pay like 10 bucks to go up, like all the way to the top of this thing. And then you go out like this glass floor and you look out and see Memphis. But all the way up, they're playing this uh, this recording. Like, if it wasn't have been for Bluefish Cat Willie, you know, this place never would have happened. He, <laughs> these, these two guys were fishing. He's like, should I buy that and put a bass pro shop in? He's like, if we catch a bass that's over. Uh, 40 pounds or something is like, we're going to do it. He's like, and sure enough, they caught a bass that day <laughs> and released him. And before he hit the bottom, he released him. And before he hit the bottom of the water, they had already bought the pyramid. It's <laughs> like, this is great. <laughs> now I have to go. Oh, now we did go to the national civil rights museum. Okay. Which was pretty neat. Uh, it's in the Lorraine hotel where MLK was shot. Okay. Uh, and killed. But it was on... Um, I don't think you have to add that last part. I think everyone knows he was killed. Well, you know, just in case we've got some young fans. <laughs> uh, but it was a really interesting um, museum. Uh, it was kind of cool because it was Martin Luther King weekend, so they were right. doing some big stuff. Uh, but I'm I'm pretty, like, Martin Luther King was one of the things, like, black civil rights is one of the things I was fascinated about. Me school. too. I'm, it really intrigues me how recent it really was in and history. I, yeah, I did a lot of research on it, like in junior high and high school. I wrote papers. I you went to a black school. No, I didn't. Oh, no, that was my stepsister. <laughs> yeah, your stepsister. <laughs> went you went now, to a church school. That's I right. did. Um, I, I wrote like an essay on MLK Day, like in my senior year, and like won a scholarship. Like I was just That's fascinated. What it was. That's what it was. I was fascinated with all this stuff. But I read all about civil rights, like all parts of it. And we got out of it. They're like, "What do you think? What do you think about the museum?" I was like, "It's pretty neat." But I was like, "I'm really shocked at how little they mentioned anything Malcolm X did or anything." Yeah, the Black Panthers I did. Cause, I mean, that, that was a big part of. But don't the you civil think? Rights. Do you think it was like one little plaque? Oh, this is Malcolm X. Oh, <laughs> this is Huey. Do you think at that maybe they should rename that place? I don't know. The second floor across the street was a whole thing on the guy who shot him. So we can do a whole thing whoa, on that guy. Whoa, whoa. But uh, the conspiracies behind it, but we can't. Good do, Lord. But we can't mention more about. Uh, by the way, uh, he, he said from prison that the one man who would definitely forgive him was Martin Luther King Jr. <laughs> to which my reply would be, well, that's that's really too bad someone shot him. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's too bad he's not around to help you out there, buddy. Yeah, because he um, would Yeah, I'd. I, wow, a whole building dedicated yeah, to him. Yeah, the whole like, building's like, because, you know, he apparently shot him from across the way, so yeah. this whole building's like, 
paraphernalia and stuff and like stories and about the guy who shot him and then it's all the conspiracies people have come up why, with. Why why would someone make that? It's all part of the National Rights Museum. Oh, they're all is one. It? Okay. Yeah, they're all one. Okay. That's still, odd. It was kind of weird, you know, you don't really think about it, but they showed like when you you can go and you can actually they rebuilt the hotel room that he stayed in and then the one across that his friend stayed in. And so they've got these pictures of him, like his last moments. There's one of him and like Jesse Jackson just hanging out on the. You forget, yeah, that Jesse Jackson was there. Samuel Jackson was a pallbearer. Yeah, at Martin Luther King Jr.'s funeral. That's crazy, right? It's super crazy. Um, but th- that was a cool part. The food I was very disappointed in. Bill Street, not so much either. That's why would they give that whole that whole? Why would this? I don't know. I don't, that's so weird. Let's jump out to break when we come back. Let's talk something nerdy, possibly. You're All listening right. to Nerd Thug Radio. Woo. What's up, Conroe? It's the Captain Joey Savage of Nerd Thug Radio. School is back in session, so let's talk about Cox ATA Martial Arts. As the leader in the American Taekwondo Association in North Houston, with two convenient locations, there's one in Conroe next to the Academy on North Loop 336, one in FMF 1488 in Magnolia. They have martial arts, self-defense, and leadership programs for everyone in the family. For those interested, check them out at coxata.com. And for those interested as well, mention Nerd Thug Radio to receive two free weeks of training. Cox ATA Martial Arts. We teach life skills, we build leaders, we leave a legacy. Hi, this is Kevin Smith, former Dallas Cowboy, Texas A&M Aggie as well. And I want to say what's up to Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. Yeah. You're listening to us on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. Sister stations. Or if you found us via podcast, you can, hopefully it's at iTunes or Google Play Music or Stitcher or Spotify or iHeartRadio or NerdThugRadio.com. I saw Dr. Phil use a Stitcher. Does he? Yeah, he does. He does he? Does he? That's neat. I, uh, yeah, so there's that. Yeah, you watch a lot of Dr. Phil. Man, uh, I didn't even know he was still around. Yes, when I was in when I was in the hospital a couple years back, I got I got hooked back on like uh, Doctor Phil and like the People's Court stuff. Do you think he gets royalties off that Cash Me Outside girl? <sighs> he should she be there. makes tons of money. I, I hope he's like part of her management team. And she's only like fifteen. Uh, yeah, she got into uh, I think she got into like some real legal trouble recently. No, nah, she fixed it. She's done. oh, did she? Yeah. Okay, good for her. But I wonder if he gets royalties from that. I hope he's part of the. I hope he's like. Her manager. Yeah. <laughs> so this Date, episode. He's dating the mom now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm her new stepdad. Uh, this episode, uh, he mentioned his son owns a publishing company, and he was pimping the book in the publishing company that, uh, that they had just released. And yeah. I was like, ah, he's got to own 10% or something yeah. of that. It was like, bad baby? Yeah. So now that I'm your stepfather. Listen, you don't have to call me dad, <laughs> but you got to call, me, call Phil. me Phil. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're about to get real nerdy here in a second. But before we do, I want to talk about my friend. The Nerd Ninja over at Cox ATA Martial yeah. Arts. Yeah. Yogan Yogan. Yogan Did you just make yogurt? Well, yeah. <laughs> yogurt, yogurt, lechi. Lechuga. That's you. Lechuga. Anyways, if you're looking for somewhere to train in the Conroe Magnolia area, they are the leaders of ATA Martial Arts in this area. They've got a com- convenient locations in Conroe and in Magnolia, as previously mentioned. They teach all kinds of self-defense classes. They teach uh, some workout classes, some Tai Chi, some self-love. You know, they want to make you a better person. You can do that by going and seeing the Nerd Ninja. If you mix, mention Nerd Thug Radio, you're going to get two free weeks of training. Um, I think January is about up, so your option to get a whole f- month free is probably gone. But if you yes. just go mention Nerd Thug Radio and, and if someone, if you're number four for the month, maybe they'll give you February. Yeah, I, don't I don't know. know. But you got to mention Nerd Thug Radio when you go see uh, Mr. Cox over at Cox ATA in Magnolia. Or you can go see Mr. Splon over in the Conroe store. So go see them. and Because uh, here at Cox ATA, we build leaders, we teach life skills, and we leave a legacy. That's my friends. Yay. All right, Corey. So you want to talk real nerdy here? Yeah. This is this is like, it's like hyper nuanced, but it's really important to nerding. Here uh, is the headline. Yeah, yeah. DC hit with layoffs amid restructuring. Yeah. So initially you're like, oh, no, DC is going to fire a bunch of people. Uh. 
Uh, they have 240 employees. 240. And the reduction, though, is 3%. Uh, so that's 7.2 people. They're firing eight people. Um, three, yeah, that's 0.033. So 3.3%. Yeah. So they're, they're not looking to... That's not a lot of layoffs. No, it's really not. Like, this is worked at a company that did layoffs, and it was like 40% <laughs> of the work. Right. They were like, everyone, pack your stuff. We'll let you know if you could unpack your stuff. Everyone not named Joey, you're fired. That was such a... Man, okay. Yeah. <laughs> this is what it was. If you were under the age of yes, 32 yes. and your name is not Joey, you're fired. That, that's that what, what it was. You're laid off. You were literally the youngest person there probably by 10 years after yeah, that. Yeah, I was. And then you're looking around and they're like, we're going to ask everyone to do more. What? <laughs> they kept this. What? They kept you want her to do more? <laughs> I wonder if she's still alive. They kept three senior citizens. I'm going to text someone. Like, is she still alive? Uh, that's a valid question. I'm going to ask that on air. Keep going. Okay. Uh, God, I hope we get a text back. No, no, I really hope we don't because I kind of liked her. I hope she's okay. I don't. I don't hope anyone's dead. Um, so they're only they're laying off eight people, but they're also restructuring the processes of the company. Um, they launched a line not too long ago last year, I believe it was called DC's Collectibles, and message sent. It basically was an utter failure. Uh, it was supposed to be the action figures, statues, and and all that stuff, but they've had a lot of quality control issues. They've had a lot of. You want to hear who some of the uh, so what was your okay. So what was your mindset when you said they're doing a layoff? Because you just told me this in the break. Like, that's not a layoff. That's right. A that's them, like, just firing pur- eight people. Purging who they don't like. Yeah, that's them making a list of eight people and getting rid of them. So here's some of the people that were that were laid off. Senior Vice President of Sales Trade Marketing, the Vice President of Consumer Marketing, and the Senior Vice President of Art Direction. Yeah, and honestly, the Art Direction one is a little surprising. Um I mentioned no names there, by the way. No, no, and I, I'm sure they appreciate that. They're catching a lot of flack. There's a lot of people upset that like people are actively reporting this, but it is news. Um, so the art marketing guy, he actually has worked on a lot of big projects. He's credited as being the guy who put together Jim Lee and Jeff Loeb for Batman Hush. Um, he, he put together the, black, the Batman Black-White project. He's done some kind of bigger things within the company, uh, and he's a really great like artistic quality control guy. But I think... Some of the stuff that's gone wrong here lately, when they were doing, they did the build up to the Batman Catwoman marriage uh, last year, and the big twist was at the end of the issue, Catwoman runs out and doesn't actually get married to Batman. Right. Um, well, it got revealed in New York Times the day before the issue came out, and so that that kind of takes the pen out of those sales. So all the retailers had overordered, were sitting on all these copies, and then people were finding out that the marriage doesn't happen before they came in and bought the product. It's one thing if you open the issue and get surprised in there. Like, it's one thing about the movie Split when you see Bruce Willis at the very end and you find out it's an Unbreakable sequel. It's another thing if, before the movie ever came out, someone was like, the sequel to Unbreakable Split is out. Like, you would you would totally view the movie differently. And so, knowing the end of the comic book before it came out greatly affected the sales. Also knowing that something that people wanted to happen wasn't going to happen. Lots of people were excited about a Batman-Catwoman marriage, and then it it, it doesn't didn't happen. It, it didn't even happen. Um, so I think that that was the strike. I think that was the thing that hurt him. Is like He was one of the people who really pushed for the New York Times piece, and I think that, 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 hurt, that that's what got him axed, apparently. Um, overall, I think these are just more about directional changes. Like, the DC Collectibles line failed. Um, listen to this. You tell me how you feel about this. I'm listening. Some of the products that they put out in the retailer catalog for possible ordering, so they basically said, if you order this, we'll send it. They then canceled it due to lack of sufficient orders. How do you feel about that? Because I kind of feel like if you put it in the catalog, you're obligated to make it. Yeah, if you put it in the catalog, so they put it in the catalog, didn't make it. Basically, enough people didn't order it at the comic store level to validate making the product. Mm, I mean, if you, okay. Um, let me see how I want to approach this. Dun, 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 dun. Okay, if you're a small-time publisher, like let's say it's me and you, right? Yeah, okay. And we're creating something, and we put out a, a, a catalog. Hey, this is Nerd Thug Radio presents branded stuff, and right. this is and we it's, get it's we a get comic book four hundred orders. Comic book Corey is written, I've yeah. written, and it's almost like 
to us, it's not a GoFundMe or a Kickstarter. It's just, it's an actual just catalog. Right. And like, you know, we're going to order it. And like, we need 200 people to order it to break even and only 195 order. Well, we, we don't do it. I don't think anybody would bat an eye at us because we're small time. No, but I do think we would find five other people. Yeah, we could find five other people. Right, but I'm yeah, saying like, yeah. if, you, if we didn't hit our goal and didn't do it, right. we'd receive a little backlash. But okay, well, this is an upstart. Whatever. Yeah, but, uh, the money, but I do think that on. the but next time we came forward with something, people would be like, well, last time, right. you guys, right. I do think that would come up. But this is DC. This right. is like the second biggest comic creator in the universe. If you say you're going to make something, you kind of have you, to, you, right? You got to do it. So Don't say you're going to do it if you don't. So that was one of the pro- that was one of the issues. They were advertising products that never came out. They also were incorrectly packaging products. Products were breaking, still in box. Um, it just wasn't working. It wasn't working. So now they're combining a bunch of stuff into what they're calling like sales editorial support. Right. Uh, and and merchandising is going to go in there. Toys are now going to be part of comic support. Um, I don't know that that fixes any of those processes. Probably not. Um, seems like you got a it distribution seems, problem. Well, it seems to me that the issues are all top heavy. Right? Like, who is it that's making decisions where all of a sudden you you're not gonna you're not gonna release a toy because it doesn't make enough it doesn't have enough people. Right. Who who's making decisions on things like that? Who's making why are you why are you advertising a toy you don't you might not make? Right. Most people make the toy and then sell it. Right. Well, and you've done enough market research at that point. Right. Like, if you're yeah. DC, you know what toys people want. Right, yeah. There shouldn't be a, a pre-order, like, right. if no we need to hit a number before we even make it. So. So, exactly. So, I was at a, I was at Walmart, and in their little toy section, they had a, one of my little, one of my favorite characters is Cassandra Kane, the Black Bat. She's in one of the little DC Go things now. I'm sure there was nobody banging down the door for Black Bat, but I'm sure they were like, hey, we like Batman. We want more Batman. Do you have any girl Batman? And that's where she comes up. And so, like, it just makes sense in that way organically. But I'm sure if they advertise a Cassandra Kane statue, okay, we only got we only got 600 orders. We need at least 1,500 to break even on this project. Okay, well, DC Collectibles as a whole takes the hit on that. Right. And and they can liquidate the others later. Like I don't yeah. I don't know that I understand the They've already, they've already should have been made or yeah, in the process like, of making. Order it now and we'll ship it when it's ready. Like yeah. I don't, how does that work? Yeah. If we get enough, yeah. Cuz usually when you see these solicits, it's you need if you want this, it's releasing This July, is the release date, July 1st. You need yeah. to order by February 25th. Right. Because Done. there's just a 3 month lead time stop. That's it. And, and so, like, the idea that someone's like, release date, TBD, purchase yeah. date, now. Yeah, I don't think so, bro. Um, that sounds fishy. And and they're and you're right. They're not a small company. They're but a these huge are, company. But I think this all, I think this all, and the way, I, and the reason I think this is nerdy and important is because I think it all leads back into DC decision making. Yes, we I talk think, about it so much on the show, right. especially with the... Uh, the, movies the movies and the entertainment stuff and the DC app and all these other things. Well, just, you know, it's just a, a way, and I've talked about this a bunch, and DC always touts about how many universes it has and wh- whatever, but you've got a successful TV campaign and then you do movies in a total different universe. Right. Who made that decision? Right, and it will, and if they're not going to cross over, okay, fine, they're not going to cross over. But if they're going to be a cohesive universe, you have to keep that stuff together. You can't constantly have the Ben Affleck's in, Ben Affleck's out, Henry yeah. Cavill's in, Henry Cavill's out. Like that's Batman and Superman you're talking about. Are yeah. they in or are they out? Like the thing that Avengers has never had to deal with is is Iron Man in or out? Is is Captain America in or out? Sign up for fifteen pitchers and they're done. That's they it. Do it. They if they want to add more, that's fine. They went back and renegotiated with those guys. Don't sign them for a one year deal, right? And then turn around and go, well, maybe not. I Let's don't know. Tell them Let's see how this works, and then we might re-sign them for more movies, right? Now, nah, bro. Well, no, that at way. that point, it's all in their favor. If you need them back at that point, how can you afford them? Right. Um. Dumb. Yeah, I just I don't know. All right, let's jump out to when we come back. Maybe we'll lighten the mood up, or maybe not. Who knows? Nerdplug Radio. Ladies and gentlemen of Nerdplug Radio Listening Kingdom, let me tell you about my friend Space Cadets Gaming Gaming right there in Oak Ridge. You cross Robinson Road away from the Woodlands Mall, and you will wind up at Space Cadets Gaming Gaming, the family-friendly number one place to go to get your game on. They got Dungeons and Dragons going on nightly. They got Friday Night Magic. They got a Vanguard and all kinds of great games. They have demo games. They have a knowledgeable staff. They have family friendly atmosphere. 
this is where you go, Ooh, I'm so excited. This is where you go now that summer is over and school is starting. This is where you go to get your game on, okay? They got all kinds of board games, anything you're looking for. They got all the different guidebooks for Dungeons and Dragons and all the different role-playing games. They got different Star Wars. They got everything you could possibly want, need, or look for in a gaming store. Space Cadets Gaming Gaming right there in Oak Ridge. Satan Earthquake Radio sent you, and you will get 20, 20%. Is that right? 20% off your ticket. Hey, Haywood Jeffries, former Houston Oil wide receiver on Nerd Thug Radio. Ooh, let's go! Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. Yeah. I'm the Captain Joey Savage. Still Corey DLG. The talent Corey DLG. The talent, yes. The man that does three shows a week. That's true. Corey DLG. We're on pace for 155 episodes. Of this Corey year. DLG. Of Corey week. DLG. Or more, you know, we got, hey. Yeah, you got, never know. Got never big know. announcements coming next week know. on episode 200. So you never know. Stay tuned. Um, all right, so we got all of our uh, important, you know, stuff out the way. The, <laughs> the stuff we have to, you know. Final answer? <laughs> we lawfully have to do you know, all the, the real work. Now we can just cut up and have a good time. Did you notice I rearranged my work area? I thought it was already rearranged. You got the stand? Yeah. yeah nice. Look at that thing. Um, I forgot to mention, so when I was, real quick, I'm going to do this in, yeah, in a real quick time. And listen, then I don't care. Thing. It's, our, it's your show, bro. When I was in Memphis, I said, it's, it's all, all about you. It's Go not ahead. all it's cracked up to be. Go ahead. So we couldn't find something to do on a Saturday evening because like everything in Memphis shuts down at like 5 o'clock. True. Uh, so like, oh, let's just go to main event. The kids like that. Oh, uh, this is funny. And so we're at main event and uh, in Memphis, <laughs> and I'm at the bar with Ali Savage getting a drink and uh, talking to the bartender and turn to f- come to find out the bartender knows. So we're there for a Taekwondo tournament, right? Correct. Uh, the bartender knows is from like Little Rock. And his buddy is like a big time instructor from Little Rock who was in Memphis at this tournament judging and hosting and competing. Okay, so cool, cool. That. And I turn around, I look, it's our old buddy Jason Foucha. Yeah, the Foucha. The he, Foucha. Uh, he was one of the third floor party boys Yeah, uh, from way back in the day. Know, I went to high school with him and we partied together. I knew you went to high school yeah, with him, too. Yeah, Oak Ridge. That's so, f- you're right. You yeah. would have known all those guys. Yeah, I so him, about him that. and my sister were in the same grade. That's right. Um, and so like I was like, what the heck, man? It's like all the way in Memphis. Yeah. Reconnect with an old school buddy. It, you know, when you said Memphis, it didn't die. He's been out there for about three years. Three years. It would have yeah. been, he, I said, how long have you been here now? And he said, it'll be three years tomorrow. Yeah. I was wow. like, neat. And he went out there. Uh, I think that I think that main event is his. I yeah, think he's he the manager. The whole, of, he runs yeah. the whole kit and caboodle. Uh, and then also out there, he does uh, some jujitsu. Yeah, martial arts. Yeah, he just fought in a submission yeah. Yeah, I tournament. Like, I was like, "How'd your first match go?" And he said, uh, "We went to a draw." He said, "I was winning the whole time. I just couldn't get him to tap out. Uh, I like, was really close, but then we got too close to the edge, and so they brought us back in. They wouldn't give him a hold back." Uh, but he's doing it again. Uh, coming up in March, he'll be here in Houston. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, cool. All right. There so you go. So shout out to, the, to you, Jay. It was, yeah. it was good seeing you, buddy. The um, So Punisher 2 just dropped on okay. the Netflix. True. Uh, True. Viewership is down 40% from season one of Punisher. Okay. Kind of crazy, right? No. Um, no, because I, I think most people probably the expectation is that it's not going to get renewed. Yeah, and, and so we'll and go back. You look at Daredevil 2, Luke Cage 2. Yeah, they all experienced. Iron, they all dropped 60%. Except Iron Fist. Uh, Iron Fist actually, actually went up. Yeah, they dropped 60% season two. Uh, those two, Luke Cage. I guess it was Luke Cage, Jessica Jones, and Daredevil. Um, and so, you know, we've seen Netflix. Uh, they've canceled the Marvel shows. Yeah. Um, so Marvel. Except is, Jessica Jones and Punisher as of right now. Haven't been canceled yet. Right. Um, and so you've seen uh, Disney, Disney. The Disney. They come with their own streaming service. Uh, they've announced they're going to put some Marvel stuff on there. Um, yes. They've talked about a few things. We talked about that a couple weeks ago. You know, and Netflix is the big conglomerate. They're going up on prices. For yes. standard subscription. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but those Marvel shows originally, it was a big deal. It drew, it drew a lot of people to, yeah. to Netflix. They talked about their, um, yeah, absolutely. And we talk a lot about how, you know, how big pop culture is getting in, in media of mm-hmm. television and movies. Do you think that, um, do you think that uh, Netflix should target another set of, of comic book related stuff like this? Or should they... Abandon ship and 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 go a different route. What or is there a property out there? Because here's the tough part, right? So you've yeah. got uh, the Watchmen. They're going on HBO. Right. Um, is it Hulu or Amazon is doing um, 
Invincible, which is another property that hasn't been done yet. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Uh, yeah, one of them. I can't remember. I just read an article. One of them two are doing that. Wow. Uh, probably got, Hulu, because I feel like Hulu hat doesn't. I think it's so. Hulu does Runaways. I don't know anything else. Hulu does original content. Yeah, they don't do. A, well, they do a lot, but it's not. What do they do original? I didn't uh, know they. Future Man. Have you seen that yet? Oh, I you're really right. You're watch right. That. that is. Original. I really want to watch that, but I yeah, they they don't do as much as the other guys. As the other guys, I mean, even Amazon does a lot. I mean, Amazon has the Tick. Yeah. Um. Uh, Umbrella Academy. That's going on. Netflix. Netflix too. Um. I mean, is there another property out there? I mean, you. you so would, Netflix signed that deal with Mark Millar. Um. I want to say about eight months ago now. I think that's re- I think that's relevant. It's going to come into play uh, because I, I, he's got you know ten to twenty creator owned properties that he could feed into Netflix, and and I think part of that was a development deal. I think he's going to make more stuff yeah. for them. Uh, beyond that, yeah. Listen, I, people make new stuff all the time. People make new projects all of the time, and I think there's opportunities. So, okay, what I want to get at is, so right now, so DC has their own streaming service. Correct. Um, now they are putting, uh, is, it, is it out on Netflix yet? I believe it is. I can't wait. I'm going to go check later. I need to check later. Uh, and so you wouldn't you wouldn't think that Netflix would be purchasing, doing stuff with um, DC to bring something to them. Uh, with canceling Marvel, do you really think they're going to give it a no, another go with some new properties if Marvel's got their own streaming service? So like if you're Netflix right now and you're forecasting, okay, in the next year, we need to lock up some pop culture type uh, property. So no, I don't, I don't, I don't think that's the way they go about no, it. No, I'm not anymore. saying they do. Yeah, I'm saying yeah. if they were to say, "Hey, by next year, we need to," is there a property out there that would be lucrative enough to get people to come to Netflix? Sure, I think. Okay, so Valiant is trying to start their own movie universe. Uh, so I don't think it would be a mistake for Valiant to to put some of their smaller properties onto. Uh, Onto Netflix, you know, um, they do the Exo Man Award. They do Bloodshot. Bloodshot's the movie they're making right now with Vin Diesel. Right. Um, they do Livewire. Harbinger. Uh, Harbinger is one of them. They do Livewire, which is written by a friend of the show, Vita Ayala. Mm. Um, she is a friend of the show. Uh, so there's all so there's all these opportunities uh, to do other projects. Valiant is a whole universe. I mean, they're a whole cohesive universe where you could mix TV and movie with no problem. Because you could probably target some smaller movie stars that would love to do consistent stuff. Netflix work. Um, beyond that, though, I think you just keep an eye out. And when people release projects, you know, it, it surprises people what all is comic book related. Right, right. Um, and then sometimes it surprises people it surprises people what isn't comic book related. Yeah, no, true. Uh, you know, Repo Men was one where Jude Law goes around taking fake or, uh, or, or artificial organs out of people who can't pay their bills. That seems like a comic book concept, and not. it's not. But then the flip side of that was uh, uh, the movie with Tom Hanks where he's he's a he's a mobster and he's running around with his son on the countryside. No clue. Oh, really? Like, it's cool. Like they rob banks together and stuff. Uh, like Losers, for instance. Losers was a comic book movie. Um, there's all kinds of comic book movies that kind of. Where is the Lord of the Rings? Show That's going to be Amazon. That's Amazon, right? So Amazon a, committed a half billion dollars. Right. So there's to another that. property that. Amazon's taking away. I mean, what else? Here's here's it. the thing that surprises me: Dungeons and Dragons isn't anywhere. No, I mean they did the movie, but they haven't even done a movie in in years. years. They did a World of Warcraft movie, but I think with that stuff, like I think it, World of Warcraft would work great on it, on Netflix. Is it? Is it? I mean, I know they're both like worldly renowned, but like, are there? You know stories I could tell, like familiar characters sure. that can well, build. So okay, if I was Netflix, I would reach out to Blizzard right now. I would go to Blizzard because they do Overwatch, they do StarCraft, Warcraft, uh, and then a couple other things I'm blanking on right now. Uh, and then I would also I would get Dungeons and Dragons. There's think about it right now. There are no. What is on television that's fantasy related right now? Like on real TV? Yeah, on any of them. Um, not much. I mean, they've you know people. It's have, kind of the open genre right now. Yeah, people have tried some stuff like uh, the Shannara Chronicles, right? Uh, that lasted two seasons. I I thought it was fantastic. But that was but, but that was a weird thing in the sense that it was MTV. Yeah, that wasn't the place for that. No, like I know they were trying to be hip and they were trying to get into their own stuff, but it really should have been on a sci-fi USA, yeah, TNT sort of because MTV think, can't you know get you to, Netflix, to come for that. Where Netflix should. Here's two uh, one idea I think Netflix missed on, 
and here's the second idea I think they could take. You're talking okay, sci-fi. Um, so they're starting to build this own like Star Trek universe, but it's like on CBS All Access. It's yeah, like a CBS All Access. App. That's a, that's another one of those ones, right? And so it I looks really cool. Like they've got. But some what kind cool of exposure are they getting? Yeah, so I mean that's something Netflix could have hit on. I mean, or I mean, you so you've got Star Trek, Star Wars. What's the next biggest space? Battlestar Galactica, right? I mean, is there? A, there's a huge following for that. I mean, I like. True. I liked Caprica, the prequel. So you say they could redo a remake yeah. on on like a Netflix? Yeah, or something? they could do some kind of Netflix type uh, they show. Probably could on that. Uh, they probably could. I think sci-fi is pretty deep in that. I Star think Wars, yeah. Own the Star, Star Wars is going to its own thing. To, to um, the Disney. In the Disney, and so I mean, what is what is left? I mean, could you? Should, do they make a TV version of the Ninja Turtles? I mean, could they make a G.I. Joe franchise on Netflix? No, but I think... Uh, could they do some stuff like that? Like, no. would you have... Would like you Harry Potter? Have, would you have... See, Harry Potter, I think, There's is so one. much stuff. I think Harry Potter is one that you could definitely develop. I heard a wicked theory the other day. Oh, okay. That Mary Poppins and Harry Potter yeah. share the same universe. Yeah. Um, actually, <laughs> like, one of the... That kind of makes sense for a minute. One of the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen's later on... You know how they always pull yeah, the, yeah, the yeah, fictional... Yeah. That could be together. another one. Uh, yeah, that movie was real bad, though. Yeah, um, the movie was real bad. But what if you put it on the TV? I'm a, I'm more of a fan now. Like, there's some good movies. I'm more of a fan of putting this stuff on episodic TV shows. No, I don't disagree. Now with you. Now they're giving the same amount of money to these things they are in the movies. No, I you get more. Yeah. instead of three hours. Now I get ten. Well, and it's uh, and so Netflix. If you look at something like Bird Box, they you know that 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 really struck a chord across all of social media. And they they did a, they did a killing on that. They had tons of people, uh, and so to me, I don't know. I, I feel like we're. I feel like Netflix is okay. Um, no, I think they're okay too. Don't get me wrong. I just with Netflix, you know, they've always kind of had. But I think they're House coming of cards. And they had the whole Marvel thing. Yeah, but uh, they, I think they, they've got a, their own properties. But like everyone's always looking, what's the next big thing? I think Netflix has the. They have the advantage because they've proven. To be able to turn concepts into stuff, um, you know they've they've they're the ones who did these Marvel shows that now Disney feels like okay, well we should do Marvel shows. Yeah, we'll do our own stuff. Yeah, um, you know they're the ones who've kind of broached this subject here, and I think that they have the ability to. I think they're the ones most set up for success. Oh yeah, I think sure. over the other ones, Hulu and Amazon find properties. I think Netflix develops properties for sure. For sure. Well. That's going to wrap up episode 198 of the Nerd Thug Radio. That's fine. You don't want to miss the next two because we got big announcements coming up. Oh, yeah. If you missed any part of the show, you can catch it on the podcast. It drops at 6.01 p.m. Again, that's at Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Google Play Music, NerdThugRadio.com, or Facebook.com backslash. And your mama's house. Nerd Thug Radio. And your mama's house. For the Captain Joey Savage and... The Talent Corey DLG. Same Nerd Thug time, same Nerd Thug channel. <laughs>